The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. Welcome to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. Family caregivers don't have to be alone in their experiences. You will hear from experts and other caregivers facing the same issues that you may be facing. Now, here is your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Welcome to episode 278 of Family Caregivers Unite. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley, your host. Our topic today is the European Federation of Families of People with Mental Illness. Families of people with mental illness are family caregivers. Family caregivers include children who are family caregivers for parents who develop schizophrenia. Family caregivers include parents caring for their young people with mental illnesses. Statistics show that 70% of mental health or addiction problems start during childhood and adolescence. Family caregivers include adult children caring for their aging parents living with dementia. Family caregivers include elderly people caring for their children with mental illnesses. And family caregivers include grandparents caring for their grandchildren when the parents have mental illnesses or addictions. Family caregivers help a nation by reducing the burden on institutional care and social services, by extending care for mental illnesses through efforts of communities united by faith, ethnicity or culture. And family caregivers help a nation by providing services they the family caregivers themselves, have successfully developed for their own family caregiving. But family caregiving can be exhausting physically, psychologically, and financially. So family caregivers' own health and lives may suffer, especially when they themselves have their own health care challenges, which is why our topic today is so important. It's so vital, in fact. Now, to discuss it, my guest is Connie Margro. Um, Connie is Vice President of the European Federation of Associations of Families of the Mentally Ill. She's a general and psychiatric nurse. She's a founding member of the Mental Health Association of Malta. She's the driving force for the Mental Health Association's anti-stigma campaign in Malta's schools. She's co-authored a book in Maltese about the personal experience of family caregivers of mentally ill persons. The book's now available as an English-language e-book, and it's soon to be followed by a self-help book for family caregivers. Now, with the St. Jean Antide Foundation, she heads community-based services for vulnerable and poor families, and she was honoured with a prestigious award by the president of Malta 
for her support for families of the mentally ill. So welcome to the show, Connie. Um, thank you for inviting you, Fami, to join you in this important program. It is important for us that we show, that we show our voice um, to countries that doesn't know about us. Thank you Excellent. very much. You're very welcome. Pleased to, pleased to have you with us. Now, Connie, let's start with a question to you about... Please tell us more about your life, your career, and your experience with family caregiving. Connie. Um, I was on the two sides of the coin. On my husband's side, there is schizophrenia. And his family lived next door to me. And I could see that they couldn't cope with the vulgarities that mental illness brings into the family. They found it very hard and very difficult. And no professional people ever explained anything to them. And I used to work in the mental hospital as a departmental manager there. And I could see that our main thing was to look after the patient, and we seemed to have been ignoring the relatives and the pain and the worries. And the, the relatives were always left on their own. So looking at the two sides of the coin, I said we must set up something to help these relatives. And with some other friends, we formed the Mental Health Association. And like that, we started doing courses in education for the relatives so that they will know something about the illness, how to deal with it, and how to deal with their own problems. Um, I have always said that if we want to help the families, we mustn't leave them in the dark, but we must give them a candle to light and that from the lemons, we have to teach them how to make lemonade. And this is the way our organization started. But then we said Malta is such a small country, so we mustn't be isolated. We must look further ashore to see what kind of help we can get from Europe. And we joined UFAMI, and this was in the year 1995. When we joined UFAMI, it was just in the very beginning, and we were there with them. And by the year 2004 and 2005, we were planning on a campaign against stigma. And this was set up to replace prejudice, ignorance, and fear of people with mental health problems. And we were changing it with acceptance, knowledge, and understanding. We called this campaign a zero stigma, which means zero excuses. And, and being in a small country, we attended courses um, with UFAMI so that we empower ourselves, because it's no use organizing an organization and working in a vehicle. So we attended um, managerial, managerial courses abroad with, together with UFAMI, and we attended um, this anti-stigma campaign. And we, then we had to work 
together, together with this member. And what we did is um, each individual country used one consistent message, which was to eradicate stigma um, by saying um, zero excuses, no people can be excused if they don't know anything about mental illness. You have to have knowledge, and with knowledge, you eradicate, you eradicate stigma. And then each individual country um, did a focus on different things. Personally, what we did was we, we um, wrote three books, um, with the title, What Happens When My Mother, I Am a Young Child, and My Mother Becomes Ill? What Happens If My Father Is Hearing Voices? What Happens If My Brother, Whom I Used to Play Every Single Day, Becomes Mentally Ill? And we distributed these books free of charge in every school. We dealt, we dealt um, with the teachers, with the students, and what we did, we taught the children to act out whatever was written in the books, and then other children would answer the, the questions that arose. And this was really a success story. And um, we've been invited to every school in Malta, um, in all primary schools, and they were asking us to do something similar um, in secondary schools and in tertiary education. Connie, I'm going to just make a comment back to you. You you used um, a phrase. You spoke of lighting a candle with knowledge and understanding. And what you've just been describing to us now, the success that you're having in the schools, battling stigma and things like that, I think is your lighting that candle, isn't it? That's it, isn't it? Yes, yes. I think we have to be the light. We have yes. to show them that in the darkness of pain, when there is mental illness, there is always light. If you are empowered, if you go out and tell your own story, people would listen. And that, it's not only empowering the people that are hearing you, it, um, it is also empowering yourself. In having self-confidence, in reducing your self-stigma. Because yes. sometimes the worst thing is not the illness, but it is the stigma that people carry. Uh, even yes. family, it's not only the mentally ill that carry stigma, but it's also the relatives. They live hush-hush, they won't talk about it, and they isolate themselves, they segregate themselves, and then they develop mental illness themselves. Yes. Now, I just want to make a word clear. You speak of Ufami. That's the name of the European Union um, so federation that we're talking about. So whenever you say the word Ufami, you're talking about the uh, European Federation of Associations of Families of People yes. with Mel Mental yes. Illnesses. Yeah, so ah. you've, added, you've added a word to our language. Now, I'm going to... We, 
I'm going to take the break now. We have to take a break. Connie, I like to say that we, we have to pay the rent and this is where we do it. So we're going to take the break and then we're going to come back um, because I want to carry on this very important conversation with you. So thank you for this. So we'll go to the break now. This is Dr. Gordon Etherly and my guest is Connie Margro. Um, you're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite. and Connie Magro. Our topic is the European Federation of Families of People with Mental Illness. Now I want, Connie, please, you to talk about the work of the European Federation, you call them UFAMI, um, and UFAMI's members. So let's start with this question. Please, just broadly, tell us about the work of UFAMI, the work it engages in. Connie? Uh, UFAMI has been on for the last 20 years, and someone did tell us that here's an organization stays healthy for more than 10 years. It means it is doing sterling work. And we have been there already for 20 years. We have 35 family associations um, and about seven other mental associations which are non-Europeans. They joined us because they know of the work we do. We are up in the north, in the south, in the east, and in the west. So we are all over Europe at present, but we would like 
I will talk later about that, that we would like much, much more other European countries to join us, and maybe one of our disadvantages is that in Europe it is not one language, but several languages, and in some countries they don't speak English or French, so it is difficult to translate. Therefore, we ask all member associations that whatever we, that whatever we publish, they have to translate them in their own language so that everyone would know what work we are doing. Um, now, please carry on. Please carry on. Shall I call? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. we, um, we work very close with European legislators at the European Union. And we also collaborate and work with other stakeholders, example, the World Health Organization. I myself represented several papers with the World Health Organization um, about families' needs, about families' burden, about the need for the family to be recognized as equal partners in health as mostly most of the families are the key workers working with the families for 24 hours a day, which no other professional person does. Two examples, another two examples with whom we work are the European Association of Psychiatrists, and we are always invited to voice our views and with Horatio, which is the body of the European Psychiatric Nurses. We were very close with them. And we organize congresses, which we hold every four years. And they are of major success because we take up teams and that no other professionals would take up. Like we talk about children caring for their parents who are mentally ill. We talk about siblings, which are another important part of the relatives uh, of the family, which have their own problems, and who is stretching out these problems for them. Um, we engage a lot in networking with other family members from various and diverse parts of Europe. We learn from each other um, to learn which is the best practice. Um, we have held uh, congresses in Barcelona, in Spain, in Torun, Poland, in Sweden, in England, in Brazil. And whenever we have a conference, we always release a declaration and an action from the end of each congress. And these are very important because the de- declarations um, are collected after the conference and from whatever the persons attending the conferences tell us. And they are very, very important. Every declaration that we write, we send over to the European Parliament. For example, um, recently, in May 13, we released what we call the Dublin Declaration. It is now entitled the UFAMI Charter of Rights for Families and Caregiving. In this declaration, we ask 
that all families and persons affected by mentally ill health should at all times be afforded equal rights, entitlements, and opportunities that are available to any other member of civil society, and they should be empowered to participate in the community they live in. We also said that the relatives have a right to care, but they also have a right not to care. And this is very, very important. Now, um, I, want, I want to just move on to another question, Connie. You've yeah. been talking about the very important work of you for me, but I want you to say more about the ways in which, directly or indirectly, you for me helps the family caregivers themselves with the various challenges that they experience for their family caregivers, um, for, their, for their families and their family caregivers coping with mental illnesses. So let me put that to you a bit more clearly. What does Euphemy actually do to reach to the family caregivers and their families? Connie? Yes. Um, for example, um, one of them is Prospect. Um, it is a course which has been translated in several languages. It originated in Yufami and it is unique because it is peer-to-peer um, family program. It is about 10, 10 lectures which persons who have been there as relatives are caring for other, for other family members um, who has just had someone who has been diagnosed with mental illness. And this is um, in empowering them, in teaching them how to cope, how to take care of themselves, because we all know that a lot of carers develop mental health problems themselves. And that there is always a silver lining under every cloud that they should walk with their head high up, that they should obtain knowledge about the disability, about mental illness, how to encourage their mentally ill towards recovery and to become independent again. And these are all programs that we do for the relatives from different countries. Um, recently, as well, we had a program called the Diamond Program and Stars Program, which teaches the relatives um, to be empowered. And whenever they have a difficulty, they can talk to professionals, and that the professionals should give them enough time, enough time to thresh out all the problems that they have. Because very often it is that the professionals um, send or discharge either from the community or from mental hospital the patient into the hands of the relatives without explaining anything to them. And we are also um, empowering the relatives to ask for a care plan for themselves. They need a care plan for themselves because each member of the family is facing different, is facing different phases 
while dealing with mental illness, for example, if I am a mother, I would be thinking what would happen to my child when I am not here, who would take care of him, would he recover, would there be enough research to find, to find, um, um, to find a cure for the illness. And if I am a father, would I be thinking, am I going to work for this child of mine who has become mentally ill all my life, or shall I push him over? to find a job. And if I am a sibling, what am I going to do when my parents die? Am I going to go into into dealing with these mental health problems? So, I mean, each person of the family finds himself in different, in different strategies and they need to be dealt with separately. And this comes from professionals. And the other thing, we work with legislators um, so that um, they treat the family um, with more um, with more care, and that they should be um, policies that can deal that if there is someone who is mentally ill, I can work on reduced hour without losing my job. I can work on flexi time, not on paper only, but in reality. That is what your family is doing. I just want to say to you that in you've mentioned before that you're lighting a candle with information and, and knowledge. And now it seems to me, in the way you've just been describing these services that you for me provides or this information that you for me provides to family caregivers, you're bringing them hope as well, aren't you? Of course. I think... I always say, faith, faith, faith in yourself, hope, hope, and help would make us strong people. I come from a small country, and I always say, small people can make big things happen. I, I like that very much. Now, it's come to the time where we're going to take the break again, so we'll do that now. This is Dr. Gordon Atherley. My guest is Connie Magro. Margot, and you're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio for Powell River. Please stay with us. We will be back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite and Connie Margrow and Kevin Jones, who's just joined us. Our topic is the European Federation of Families of People with Mental, Mental Illness. Now, Kevin is Secretary General of what we're now referring to as Euphemy. That's the European Federation of Associations of Families of People with Mental Illness. And so now we're going to talk in more detail about the services and work which Euphemy um, does and is engaged in. So starting with Kevin, first of all, please add anything more about you yourself that would like to but my question to you is could you expand somewhat on your work with which you engage in with the European Union and also with the World Health Organization Kevin thank you very much Lee Gordon um, yeah well just a brief intro- introduction I have been with Eufami uh, since uh, 2005 my own professional background has been the world of IT but I also got involved in health in, in Ireland on a voluntary basis many years before then um, and uh, became involved in mental uh, health and mental illness. And as I say, uh, turned my back on IT in 2005 to join New Family. Specifically in relation to our work with the European Union and the World Health Organization or the WHO, um, in the in respect to the European Union, since uh, 2006, the uh, European Union produced a green paper on a European mental health strategy, and Eufamily uh, has been fully engaged with the European Union on a proactive basis with all of the initiatives since that time, and has provided input and feedback at, at all of the stages. Uh, back in 2008, then, the European Union uh, released a pact for mental health and well-being, and uh, this was uh, a pact that ran for about two years, two and a half years. Uh, a number of thematic conferences were held across Europe, and Hugh Family was an active member both as uh, inputting into the, the composition of the uh, conferences, but also speaking at the various conferences. And this engagement with the European Union continues right up to this point in time. Uh, Right now, there is a joint action across Europe going on, and we are an active member in there. 
Um, in relation to the World Health Organization, we've worked on many projects over the years, and uh, we would be now considered by the WHO or World Health Organization as being the credible voice for families and caregivers in Europe. Um, we have worked in recent time along with other interested stakeholders uh, on the uh, development of the WHO, the World Health Organization Europe's um, uh, action plan for mental health, which was released just a few months ago. So that's just an example of what we do as in, in relation to our work with the European Union. Uh, very, and Kevin, that's WHO very helpful. And I'm going to stop you there uh, because I want to move on to Connie, but that you're discussion on the European Union World Health Organization and the way you work with them is very, very helpful. So Connie, please can you give me an example of the type of work or project that Euphemy has been engaged in where it's focused on children and adolescents? Connie? We organized a major European conference on the subject of children who have parents who are affected with mental illness. The conference was entitled For Pets in Children, and it was held in 2009 in Vilnius, Lithuania. At the end of the conference, like every other, like every other conferences, we issued a declaration and we called for a broader approach to be taken, which would involve cooperation by a range of people and agencies, schools, which are very important because they deal with children, childcare services and family organizations and health providers in order to give the children of parents with mental illness the support and the help that they need to flourish as children and to develop as normal citizens. Um, it should therefore be led and, and championed nationally by government and locally by the civic authorities. We ask that all stakeholders and interested bodies should commit themselves to tackling the problems faced by these forgotten children in our own localities. And the result of this, what we did in Ufami, um after the conference, we established a Facebook network, and it was dedicated to children called the Forgotten Children, and it is still used, and it is used by a lot of children who have faced mental illness in their own family. I think this project did work and worked very hard, and whoever goes on your family's Facebook and look at this Facebook would find a lot of work there that we did with children. And as I've told you before, we even had books um, to teach school children what happens when a member of the family is mentally ill. And I think they are very, very useful because they learn in their own ter- in their own in their own language, um, in their own terms, and most of the books are in cartoon form, so they would attract children very much. Very important. Now I'm going to ask Kevin. What are the types of help that Euphemy and its member associations promote for family caregivers caring for young adults living with schizophrenia and related conditions? Kevin? Uh, yes, Gordon. Um, specifically, 
particularly in relation to, say, schizophrenia, just uh, I'll just mention a few points. Um, first of all, your family is a member of a recently established international working group on living with schizophrenia. Um, and the focus of that group is very much looking at those aspects of the illness which in relation to social functioning, recovery, and the possibilities of return to some form of work, whatever form of work that may be. Um, also, um, we have over the years carried out a number of surveys, and one in particular which is of interest, uh, especially about uh, the relatives uh, who were suffering uh, from schizophrenia, was one that we undertook in 2012, where we uh, surveyed our member associations across Europe, Europe to gather the family perspective on how their relatives with schizophrenia are adhering to treatment and medication, and also uh, trying to get a perspective on their relationship with their psychiatrists and other members of the treatment team. Some very interesting results uh, came out of that survey, and as a result, uh, a number of our members have spoken at various meetings and conferences on the results of this survey. And also, um, we have been publishing a lot of uh, guidelines and papers over the years, and uh, especially with people, for people with, uh, affected by schizophrenia and their families and caregivers, we produce a number of guidelines for healthy living. And these are all accessible on our website um, at any time can be downloaded. So there are just some examples of what, what we're doing with our member associations in specific generation of schizophrenia. Thank you. Connie, it's a similar question. With respect to people living with depression and related conditions, uh, please say, tell us about how Euphemy is helping and dealing with the issues that are created by depression and the things that go with depression. Connie? I think this is a very important question for you, Fami. Um, it is very important to highlight today the prevalence of depression and especially the very high level of depression and related condition amongst caregivers. Um, much of which goes undiagnosed and untreated. Why? Because the relatives are thinking of taking care of their sick relatives and they forget their own health. They forget to love, to put humor into their life. They forget to take care of themselves. They forget that they need a holiday. They forget that they need to see the doctor um, about their physical ailments. They ignore themselves in giving themselves completely to their relatives who is sick. This is wrong. This is why we aim at empowering them. This problem will only get worse um, if it is not seriously tackled. And how is it going to be tackled? By setting up a different care plan for the relatives. This is what we are emphasizing on. Um, uh, family care plan is very, very important to keep our families healthy. Now, to answer your specific question, let me tell you, UFAMI has again produced, in collaboration with other stakeholders over the year, a number of information and self-help guides for people affected with depression. 
we may call our publications available, not only to our member associations, and this is important, but they are on our website. They are there for the general public. But I must say something, not as a job. Our website really needs a major facelift. It looks like me in my old age, and hopefully this will take place in the year 2014. Yufami is also a member of the European Expert Platform on Depression, which was initially set up to support the initiatives undertaken by the European Union under their Pact for Mental Health and Well-Being of All. And when I say of all, of all families. Now, thank you very much, um, Kevin and, and Connie, for that um, summary of some very important things. Now, I'm going to say what I always say, that it's time to take the break because this is the point at which we have to pay the rent for ourselves. So this is Dr. Gordon Atherley and my guests are Connie Margro and Kevin Jones. You're listening to Family Caregivers Unite on the Voice America Variety and Empowerment Channels and CJMP 90.1 FM Community Radio. Please stay with us. We will be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus Drug Discount Card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word TALK RADIO to 96362. You are listening to Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley. If you have any questions or comments about our program, please address them by email to docg at familycaregiversunite.org. Now, back 
to Family Caregivers Unite. Welcome back to our listeners to Family Caregivers Unite. I'm Connie Margro and Kevin Jones. Our topic is the European Federation of Families with People with Mental Illness. So now let's, we're going into 2014 at this moment. So let's talk about the plans for you for me. Um, and in particular, um, the plans in the various segments that you work, the various um, domains in which you work. So first of all, Kevin, question for you. At the European Union level, what would you like to see happening in respect to families of people affected by mental illness? Kevin? Thanks, Gordon. Well, 2014 will provide an ideal opportunity for member associations and your family to get involved uh, in the process of the European Union because, in fact, in May, uh, elections take place right across Europe for new members of Parliament to the European European Parliament. Now, we are encouraging all of our members to become involved and to actually uh, get in there early with the candidates so that uh, we can get them to endorse what we term our charter of rights for caregivers. UFAMI has actually developed a toolkit for our members, which we will be releasing very shortly. And as I say, the objective really is to ensure that when the members are elected and meet back in Brussels at the European Parliament, that they will officially endorse our charter. That charter is based on the Dublin Declaration, which was released uh, in May of 2013 when we had our special conference to celebrate our 20th anniversary. And uh, a lot of those are, the, the charter is based on the role of the families, the need of the families, and also in relation to uh, what we expect from public authorities and statutory service providers. I don't think we have time to go into the detail of that charter, but it is available for download on our, from our website. Um, and I think it, it encompasses all of the key points of what we as family and caregivers uh, look to and uh, wish to have implemented. Thank you very much. Now, Connie, what other things have you planned for 2014 which, be, which will be of benefit to your members, the members of your association? Connie? Uh, in conjunction with our general meeting that's planned for Athens in early June, we will be holding a member training there. Um, this is very usual with your family. We train, we train our board members so that they can pass or they disseminate what they learn to their organizations to be active partners in care. And the objective of this day um, is, like all other past training, is to help our member association in their quest to carry on with their work, both at the local country level and more efficient, in a more efficient and in a more effective manner. And this is very important. We have to show them that we are professionals in our own right. As relatives, as relatives, we know best. We can even teach each professional people the art of caring. 
because as families who have been there from the beginning to the end, Yufani is also at this moment considering the feasibility of staging a special conference in conjunction with or with the support of the health directorate of Europe, probably probably on a topic which would be of great interest to caregivers and families in Europe. It is right. based on all the feedback we have received from previous conferences. Our members tell us that they really benefit from the opportunity afforded to them by attending these conferences to network and share with other family members from different countries in Europe and to exchange ideas and an example of good practice. You know what sometimes families tell us? That they left a family in their own country, but they found a bigger family when they come over to your family. We are like one big European, European family, talking a different language. Sometimes we sound like a um, mind your language, but yet we are united. We are united because we are all caring for family members who are mentally ill. So we have one our goal, to see our, our family members well-treated, well-respected, with a job, and loved by all. What a wonderful um, expectation. Uh, What a wonderful ambition. Now, Kevin, what more would you like to see you for me do to help strengthen its member associations? Kevin? Importantly, I think, in relation to strengthening members, I think communication is a very, plays a very key role. And, and a couple of years ago, in an effort to improve uh, communications between the family and its various members, and also uh, in an effort to attract new, new member associations from various countries, we introduced uh, the concept of establishing a number of geographic clusters. You know, for example, uh, we established a cluster of the members of the English-speaking countries, and so our member associations from Ireland, England, Scotland, and Wales uh, it began to meet together. The Nordic countries of Norway, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, they also became a cluster. And also the, we had a cluster created of the German-speaking members of our of family, such as from Austria, Switzerland, Northern Italy, and, of course, Germany. We have held a number of uh, meetings of those clusters, and it has proved to be very useful. And the feedback we've received in terms of the usefulness of those meetings has been excellent. So further expansion and development of these family member cluster meetings is planned for 2014, especially around southern Europe and the Mediterranean. Um, and they should prove to improve communications, as I've already mentioned, and the sharing of ideas and good examples. And also, uh, we recently introduced what we termed um, a European Union, Union monitoring service for our members, something that we produce uh, on a fortnightly basis. And this is uh, produced in order to keep our various member associations abreast of what is happening at the European Union, at the European level in Brussels, where the Union is located at the various offices. Of course, Kevin, I'm just going to have to... I'm going to have to stop you there because we're running out of time and I just want to ask Connie the last question. So, Connie, what more would you like to see you for me and its member associations do? 
what more would you like them to do? Connie? I would like to increase our our coverage all over Eastern Europe. Um, I think it's because of the language or because of expenses that they don't join. So UFAMI decided to reduce um, to reduce the fees so that these European um, Eastern European countries can join us. Um, like that, we develop a strong and credible family network. We want them to be with us. We want them to learn from what we learned. And we have to learn from them. They are not all that bad, I'll assure you. We can learn many things from them as well. Um, so that whatever we learn together, we bring to our country. Um, we do have representations in Russia. But there are so many other countries joined um, near Russia, which we want them to be with us. We want all Europe to be united. And um, it is possible that we could use our very successful prospect empowerment goals, which I talked before, so that they can translate it into this country. They can use it with their own organization. In fact, prospect program has expanded to another to another five modules, and this has been provided to us by Finland and an association called Finfami. And this prospect program um, has the name of Prospect Plus, and our plan is to support and promote this Prospect Plus set of modules among our new members and our old members. Um, Connie, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm sorry to be so difficult, but time is very rapidly running out uh, out for us. So I want to quickly close by saying thank you to both of you, Connie and Kevin. And to congratulate you, first of all, on all that's been achieved by you for me, the associations you've been talking about, and also for your personal commitments, your personal commitments to this idea of family caregiving and all that it stands for. What you're doing is powerful, it's caring, and it's also extraordinarily significant at this time in the history of healthcare where money is tight, where resources are scarce, and where help is needed for some of the illnesses for which, for many of the illnesses for which my erstwhile profession, medicine, has no cure. I want to say all success to you in your work. I want to say thank you to our listeners. We'd like to hear your comments on this episode. And from our listeners, I'd like to hear about ideas for topics or if you're interested in being a guest on the show. Our next episode will be a family caregiver journey caring for pancreatic cancer. Please join us. Same time, same spot on the internet. Talk to you then. Thank you again for joining us this week for Family Caregivers Unite with your host, Dr. Gordon Atherley. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until then, we hope our program will help make the coming week easier and more hopeful. And I do appreciate you being around. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.